This is the Post America Podcast. That's right, motherfucker. What the fuck you know about podcasting? This is our shit. Post America. Macho Black, Richie Crutch, Chrissy the Baboon. Post America Podcast, son. Download that shit, motherfucker. All right, boys, we're rolling. Chrissy, thank you. Thank God. It's good to be back, people. We are live from the Secret Location Mansion, and uh, we are waiting with bated breath to see if Code Orange wins a Grammy tonight. Wow, that's so crazy. Bringing one home for Pennsylvania Hardcore, for all of Hardcore, really. Who is uh, up for the Grammy? You got uh, August Burns Red. I heard that name before. You got Body Count. I love the new Body Count record. You got Code Orange. Code Orange. Local you got Meshuga. I know that name. And you got Mastodon. I know that name too. I've seen him live once. So that's a lot of, some that's, strong, that's some strong, strong competition, act. Yeah. man. That, that, Mastodon is, would be, I, I my guess, would be Mastodon, but... Could be Meshuga though, man. That's a big I band. Think, yeah, they're both. Both of them are big. But check this out. If you got body count, you got Ice T. If you got Ice T on your stage, you got ratings. Yeah. Ice T walks up there and he makes it, you know, uh, whatever, you know, what do you call that when you make a little speech? You know, thank you. A little whatever. acceptance speech. They love that. Yeah, yeah. And I heard he was <clears throat> supposed to f- perform. Body count was. Body count was. I think that's the only metal band yeah. that had a so, performance. Yeah. A conspiracy theory would say give it to Body Count because it's good for the whole production. This way you got Ice-T up there chiming in, making the people happy. A metalhead thing of the little I know about modern metal would say Mastodon wins it. I heard of Meshuggah and the other one. But the momentum that Code Orange has right now. The momentum and the artistry, the sincerity, the genuineness, the character. I would say based Orange. on momentum, Code Orange has it. They should. Based if, on if momentum, things go yes. if things go that way where it's who has the most momentum. But this is the thing. Do do we know they have so much momentum because the personal relationship and we don't realize that also Mastodon has a lot of stuff going on. We're just not in that scene and we have no yeah, clue. Yeah, I definitely don't get a lot of uh Mastodon and Mashuga. Information posts coming yeah. my way on my yeah. Facebook feed or whatever. But from what I know, Code Orange already broke a lot of a lot of doors wide open for where they came from. What they call themselves? They call themselves a hardcore band. Yeah, they're not ashamed. They're not a lot ashamed. of times bands get to a certain level and they want to yeah. they want to shed that. Um, uh, what's that called? Ilk, Chris. Yeah, that's a good, that's good, that a good, that's good word. So they want to they want to get rid of that that stigma of being a hardcore band. They want to be a yeah. metal band to be respected. But Code Orange is saying, "Fuck that! We want to be, we want to be yeah. big. We want to win a Grammy, and we want to be a hardcore band that won a Grammy." I, I just heard an interview with the one kid from Code Orange with on Jamie Josta's show, and Josta, you know, hey breed to us, it's a hardcore band, you know. Yeah, but he got a little. He got kind of a little. He kind of hates on hardcore a little bit anymore. And I can see why. I understand, you know, there's trouble at his shows. He blames hardcore kids. He doesn't want any trouble at his shows. That's his business. 
But the kid in Code Orange was viciously defending hardcore, calling himself hardcore, where he comes from hardcore, blah, blah, blah. So that's a good thing because, like you said, a lot of bands, even bands that didn't become successful, thought they would be if they got rid of that. Mm-hmm. I remember Warzone kind of taking that angle. Yeah. You know? And Warzone's legend. I know. Real as it gets, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I would say <clears throat> to all the haters, all the Code Orange haters out there, are understand there, haters, there are. There definitely are. But it's a uh, it's like an old old man bitter mentality where you want your favorite band to be the biggest band in your but you mind, but you don't really want them. To. But you don't you really want, want them to. You don't want other people to even know of your favorite band. Yeah, yeah. But just realize, uh, understand this: Code Orange is winning this thing for hardcore for all of us. This is a this is a USA. huge huge night for hardcore music in general. That's the right. the fact that Code Chris Orange is care. doing this. So Chris wants to let Zeppelin win again. I am uh, gonna keep refreshing <laughs> my my Grammy dot com website here, and hopefully we have a winner by the end of this. Now, podcast. I think Hatebreed was up for this years ago. Yeah, but outside that, uh, zero representation from our scene. Yeah, and why is that? Why do these goofy metalhead dudes get treated like real artists, like creators? Why are they respected and praised? Meanwhile, you ask them, and what are their influences? Well, they'll tell you just so they could have some street cred, this hardcore band, that hardcore band, this mm-hmm. hardcore band. But when it comes to actually putting the hardcore band in that situation, they, nobody will do it. It's weird because the hardcore band, they're not touring any less. They're not, they're not playing smaller festivals. They're on the same stage. Let's take a band like Sick of It All even. Mm. Like Sick of It All... As yeah. to to us, that's like the you know the pinnacle of like a hardcore band. You know what I mean? That's like one of, one of the biggest bands ever to come out of the hardcore scene. Is sick of it all, but without any hits, without the the radio pushing them the way mm-hmm. they would push a metal band, without a, a label really putting money into them. A lot that's of these the labels, I think that a lot of these labels <clears throat> will pay. For bands, I'm not saying this to you, obviously, but to pe- to people that are listening that don't know this, a mi- what a label does for you, a really good, powerful label, mm-hmm. can pay to ha- to get you on tours, to get you on oh, festivals, yeah. Yeah. to get you in magazines or websites or whatever, yeah. to put you in front of people. A good label, a powerful label, will pay to give you that privilege. Mm-hmm. And hardcore bands for the most part do this with no label so with no powerful label support we we have label support but it's usually small time you know it's very small time in comparison to these metal bands on metal yeah. labels but even their their label support is becoming you know obsolete and the metal bands don't really get radio play but like you do said they do get press their labels they have you know management and, and publicists and people looking out for them in that way. That helps spread the word if you want that. And people say, well, why do you want that? Well, if you want to make a living, you know, continue always playing the kind of music you love, delivering a good product, making it easier to deliver a good product when that's all you do, then that's why you want to do it. Like, what? we're making a new album. What are we doing in between? Building walls, spreading concrete, writing shit about archaeology, painting walls laboring breaking our backs in between going to the studio writing lyrics writing riffs getting in fights with the producer because he keeps fucking my shit up this and that 
It's hard, man. It's hard to do. Imagine, imagine a imagine label saying, "Listen, take a month off of work. Yeah, take a month off of work. We're gonna put you in a a mansion that has a studio in the basement, mm-hmm. and you you guys just write music, bitches all included. day, bitches included, Damn. or bring or BYOB." And uh, imagine I think that. I would give. I think I would give you the hardcore version of the wall if you put me in that situation. You heard. <laughs> I would give you the hardcore version of Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath, if you put me in that situation. I would give you the hardcore version of <clears throat> Master of Puppets. So, people, you are you hungry situation. for that? I know you are. Go fund us. Go fund Wisdom and Change. Imagine if we did a GoFundMe, people would hate, hate I know. Us. I remember people uh, were doing that in the beginning of GoFundMe. People still do. Yeah? But listen, I mean, it costs... Money, dude. There's no label support. (laughs) People are struggling out here. It's like uh, we've been lucky thus far, and we've been real lucky that Richie is a part of uh, Fast Break Records, proud sponsor of Post America Podcast. Yes, Fast Break, me and some other chaps. But some guys aren't that lucky. We have Chris from Google, who's involved with Fast Break. We have uh, Tony from Amazon, who's involved with Fast Break. And we have also Tim from Walmart, who's involved with. <laughs> so we got some, we got some funders in there. Imagine if I had a guy from Amazon in the mix. Oh, that'd be sick, man! And I convinced him that this could go somewhere. Wow, I'd be dropping money to everybody. <laughs> I said, I set up a show and hand a hundred. Everybody comes to the door, you get a hundred bucks. You know, I mean, people would show up. Do you ever get feedback from bands on the label? Like what? Like what? What is a what constitutes a good label? What are they looking for in a label? Uh, so many people, they don't give a fuck. They just want their stuff out. Yeah. And you could do all this stuff on your own if you have the time. If you don't have the time, then, yeah, it's a real pain. It takes a lot of time. But any band could do it if they want to dedicate the time, put it out themselves. Bands that sell on our label, they get checks every month. If they sell, they get a check. But there's not many bands that sell. We only have one band that really tours, you know. We could put out a dope band, the greatest band, but if they don't play, it doesn't matter. You know, just it's sad. So there, those type of bands are only making money off of this the CDs they sell, which you're hoping CDs they, or records or digital music, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so well, you're hoping that they would go out and play shows and just keep if they're older band a or they got like of, we, we put out some bands that had like a, a a guy from a popular band in it. Uh, like we put out a um, a record from a guy that was in uh, Suicide Machines. Is that that band from uh, Detroit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hellmouth, right? Yeah, Hellmouth is the his side band we put out. That did great, really good. Without record them too. really playing, it's a really cool record. Yeah, it's a cool record, and uh, that's important too. But if it was just Hellmouth without the connection to them and they never played, it wouldn't matter how cool it was. You know yeah. What I mean? Oh, there's plenty of that. That's yeah. Come. Well, we put out come to me the dope stuff like that just doesn't move because you know. They don't play, and they can't play. You know, I'm not saying that you, you have to play, but at this point, you know, we're just you know sitting on a lot of stuff. But bands that play, they'll move the product. Bands that have a history, they don't have to play as much. They have a little fan base. They'll sell some stuff. CDs, man. It's like you can't give them shits away, you know what I mean? Man, when we play a show and we sell, like, you know, 10 CDs or 15 CDs, we're like, it's, a it's like deal. a miracle. Like, Overseas, you're still selling CDs. Though. That's crazy. 
Like yeah. in Europe, they're still buying CDs. We're still selling CDs of the last record, like pretty, yeah. pretty consistently. You can sell a there, lot yeah. of those. If we bring a few hundred with us on a small tour, we'll sell a few hundred. But over here, nah. If we sell, if we go to a show, we do. If we sell thirty shirts, we'll sell two CDs in America. Yeah, you know what I mean. Chris, what the fuck are you doing? That's so unprofessional. I know, I know. Watching guitar lessons over here while we're trying he, he to have a care. serious conversation. But, uh... Man, it's yeah, hard to get Chris to chime in on uh Well, he don't like it. We got to talk about... Uh, group text these days. Oh, yeah. We were having a big group text. We're recording our record. There's a lot we're of going controversy. Through a lot of drama. We need some tiebreakers, and Chris isn't Chris even helping out. Chris refuses to chime in. <laughs> He's like the speaker of the house. He can only chime in. He'll talk to me privately, but for some reason, he won't chime in. This is what's going on. We're recording, and the first thing we did was drums. Pretty well. This we we go to a guy who we dealt with for years. Even our other bands, your Feeble went there, right? Yeah, Feeble went there. Crutch went there. Box Cutter went there. Mushmouth went there. A lot of our old projects. We're going there. We did a lot of old Wisdom and Chains records there. And he's very efficient. He's very fast, knowledgeable. He's older. He doesn't really listen to this kind of music. He has a great ear for vocals. I think he does great with your vocals. He has a good ear for drums. Guitar, he's a little unsure. Vocals and drums are universal. Guitar is preference to your genre. Yes or no, Chris? True. See, I forced him. So that's different. But, you know, what we, we help him along that way. We tell him what we prefer, whatever. But he's usually very efficient. We did the drums there. And they went well, just two full days of drums. Uh, Joe told me ahead of time, keep my mouth shut, mind my business, and let Luke do what he has to do because Luke gets very nervous. And was I quiet? You were quiet. Very quiet for two days. Luke came in timid, but he ended very strong. Yeah, then he was all cocky and arrogant. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, Hurry up, you guys. I fucking (laughs) did my shit so quick. I I kept my mouth shut the whole time. We were doing a lot of things I didn't want to do. That we're going to pay a little bit for later. It's not going to be a huge issue. It's going to come into effect later. Chris understands what I'm talking about, I'm sure, because he's very smart like me. But we got that out of the way. It wasn't an issue. But our guy who we go to had a stroke a couple weeks before we started recording. So I just found out when I walked in there that day. He said it, and I thought he was joking. Yeah. I thought he was kidding. Because I was expecting like a bitch Stewie if you have a stroke drooling. One side of your mouth is uh, you're looking like Sylvester Stallone. And we did it, and I didn't see much of an issue. When I started doing guitars with him, wow. What a travesty. The first, the first day I did guitars was at the end of the second day of drums, and I was flying through them. I said, oh, this is gonna, gonna, next time I come in, I'm finishing every guitar track. I leave my stuff set up. That makes sense, right? I'm coming back. Everything's set up. Just turn it on. The microphones are there. My head's there. All my gear. Come back. Turn it on. There's a problem. There's a problem here. There's a problem there. You can't get the sound. I can't get the this. can't get that. I can't hear the headphones. And then who comes the day I'm there? Evan comes. <laughs> and Evan is very annoying. He's like a very annoying. He's like, let's say you have to live with your father-in-law, but your wife left you 20 years ago already. And you're still like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're still oh stuck. My God, what the? You're still stuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't even get a new girlfriend around here. Yeah, and you, but you're still living with him. <laughs> so he's in there, and Evan likes what he likes. He plays the bass. So play the bass how you want. I like what I like. I want my 
guitar sound. I want my vibe to sound like Black Sabbath, Motorhead, full guitars, different guitars. You know, I don't mind a flub, especially when I have four guitar rhythm tracks going. If I wanted identical, exact, precise guitars, I'd record it once. I take 10 years to record it so it's perfect. And then I just duplicate it and put different sounds on it. I don't want that. But Evan insists on chiming in after every track I do, overstepping me right over my shoulder, breathing heavy. Rich is also the, the our, our engineer's name. Rich, go back. Find this. Rich, go back. Two, two measures. Rich, 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 rich. I'm like, he's acting like I'm not even here. He's acting like he's producing my guitar. And I'm not going to let a mistake go. But certain things I have no issue with letting them go. Yeah, that's fine. Because I know when I add the other guitar tracks, it's that's going to be in there but you're not going to notice it but it's going to give you the illusion of just like oh this is doesn't sound like an overly produced goofy band he likes rise against type stuff i don't even know if that's the right band to use but stuff where every little ting is perfect ting 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 ting, ting, ting. you know what i mean i don't like that crap i like a, a wall of sound i like a blur you know i like a flurry i like a, a he likes a, a, a jab two jabs i like like a three piece hooks uppercuts you know even one missing now and then you know what i mean so he was really annoying rich was killing me every time we would do a new song he'd have to go back and redo something and then i would start the song and then he stopped me I, I like to go through my whole song i don't like to punch in and out i want to do the track from beginning to end then i'll go back oh let me touch this spot up I'm going through the whole song some perfect tracks Oh, this is nice. Oh, Rich, stop. I, I, I forgot to push the record. Sorry. Over and over. I'm like, what the fuck? But, he, you know, he had a stroke. So I'm being very forgiving. So the day I was in there with Evan, I got aggravated so much. I said, that's it. I'm out. I just left. I said, do whatever you guys want. I'm out. What are you going to? You mad at me? Whatever. I left. I come back there on my own. Same issues with just me and Rich. Forgetting everything. I got three songs done in a whole day. Oof. One of the songs I had to play clean, like with no distortion. Okay, it was it's hard to do that. I don't know why it's hard to do that, but it is hard to do that. Everything sounds so goofy and off, you know what I mean? <laughs> but he couldn't figure something out. Like to So what he was gonna add the Yeah, it, it's add like it later? Yeah, I was doing one track that has the <clears throat> a, a live guitar sound going through. Chris split them somehow, so one's gonna get like going clean so i got two tracks right there then i'm doing another track with a different guitar that are both going in clean but they're going into sounds that chris already had made kind of but he couldn't but, yeah, access but those we sounds. couldn't get them for some reason oh, my so God. my second track you know i couldn't i had to play it clean so then i'm i'm having the other distorted track in the back but that wasn't helping me that was like throwing me off you know it was really just weird so we did only did three songs that day then uh then I had a, an appointment yesterday, and I go there, and I walk downstairs. He got three rappers down there, and he forgot all about me. Damn. He said, oh, Rich, oh, my God, I'm sorry. I forgot. I didn't write it down. Uh, yo, just wait till 2. Do you want to wait till 2? I'm like, no, I don't want to wait at all. I'm out. When are you coming back? I don't want to come back. I'm out. Boom, I left. Then he texts me later. I'm so sorry, so sorry. So going back there again one more time. I'm not going to say when I'm going back there because I don't want Evan showing up if he listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's so annoying there's, oh my god there's a, a few things that are so annoying when you're recording one is somebody 
breathing down your neck. Mm-hmm. It's nice to have people there in support of it. That's cool when you people are hanging out and they're like, you know, just they're supporting yeah. it. But when someone is breathing down your neck, that is just oh my god! No, everything I did, killer. Everyone was like, "Go back, Rich. Go Move back. Two measures." And then Rich, the studio guy, was like, "Wow, you guys are so picky." You, I'm like, this is not you guys. Like. How about don't go anywhere unless I tell you to go back? How about yeah. that? It's not your first, or, not your first rodeo. Yeah, or just say Evan say in a way like, "Oh, are you sure about this?" Uh, just let's throw you know, like you know what I mean. It's a little different, but I wasn't there to breathe down his neck. Whatever bass sound he wants to get on, whatever you know, like let him do his thing. I didn't open my mouth when Luke was doing his drum tracks, and he wants to do whatever he wanted to do with things that I normally wouldn't do. No, it's his time. Let him do whatever he feels comfortable with. So here I'm getting abused. They're treating me like a hired gun. I don't know how much longer I got in this band. <laughs> it's not right. Ah, oh, damn. But and then then we did. Joe came and he got us very excited because he did the first four tracks and it came out really good. I mean, I'm trying, guys. I think your I'm one trying. track that you did is the best track that I was ever involved with. Wow, it's so it's such a cool song. The one part that you sing. Right before we don't have the lead in it yet, but right before the lead comes in, like see what I'm saying, probably very people don't even know what I'm talking about. But he sings a measure, and then the same measure continues. But I switch to like I'm playing like full chords. Then for the lead, I switch to power chords. So he's singing over four measures like the full chords. The phrasing in that sounds important. I don't know if you know what part I'm talking about, but right before the lead kicks in, right there, right now, there's nothing there. Well, there's music, but there's no mm-hmm. lead. Yeah, I know what you're that's, saying. That's such a strong. <clears throat> well, I'm going in on Tuesday. We got a special guest vocalist on that song and on that part in particular. Yeah. So I'm hoping that this goes up a notch even from where it's I at so. now. You know, this is the thing. Like, nobody else heard it, but the guys in the band, Chris could attest to this. They're, they get so used to things that they. I think they're not going to like it even if it's good because they're just used to what they're hearing right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I remember Bill Dukes giving him a sample of something because he's a pain in the ass. Come on, let me hear a little sample of something. Give him a sample of something. Then the CD comes out, the album, and it's a little different because he had a real, oh, shit, I liked the other thing better the way you did it. I'm like, oh, see, because he just, because he, they become obsessed mm-hmm. and over and over. And you know Luke and Evan are going to totally be like that. But I think that this is actually a, a female. If it works out, we got a female singing on the part, a good friend of ours. I think she could kill that one part mm-hmm. if I, if you know if she's phrasing it like you're phrasing but it's her voice because at the end of the one part you come in with the chorus and when you come in with the chorus you go high and if you coming in after her is just gonna make to me the chorus i am imagining sound way bigger yeah you know what i mean uh yeah that's what i'm hoping too and she's she's really excited to do it and what i what i want her to do is just Sing the whole song. Sing really? the whole song the way you want to sing it. I know what parts the whole I want. Song? Her. I know what parts I want her oh, on. And you just cut her but in. But what out. if it sounds better? What if she sounds better than me on certain parts? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It might be good that just what have if her it's on just the like real low underneath. Uh, like you know, you listen to Guns and Roses tracks and like, uh, and you you hear that one Alice in Chains a lot. You hear this one. If you really listen, if you just like, if you let everything blend and you just like, you zone out, you don't hear it. But if you start analyzing, you could really pick on one voice mm-hmm. and j- j- then just hear that one voice. You're like, who do, who's that dude? Allison Chains is almost a, 
a nonstop two-part harmony, yeah. but they have three-part harmonies that kick in that just brings everything up yeah. a notch. But yeah. it's done in a way where like it's not sticking out. Right. I think when they do the three-part, you feel some, but almost a whole song, and it's like this monotone kind of real quiet, like the lower harmony that they do underneath a lot of stuff is really cool. But yeah, I mean, maybe do that, but definitely focus on you know what you thought because i figure i can cut myself we can you know we can chop it up however we want yeah if i if she sounds better than me on a part i she should be on that part you know what i'm saying yeah so i can't imagine her sounding better than you except not better than you but that one part that it, it would be cool for a change yeah and then because you're coming in and that's like that's the part i think you're talking about right after the snare mm-hmm and I go, I do this crazy like, <laughs> like you know, this is it's like a, funny. I want to. It's like wanna... a mushroom track, yo. They, you could be on like mushrooms and chill with this. Go to the side of a river with a bottle of whiskey and a M80. This is that kind of white trash song like that. I just love, you know. It's funny, like I'm tr- I'm picturing somebody trying to figure out what the song sounds like just by our <laughs> descriptions. Yeah. And don't let Evan up. Kind of crazy. It, like we said, this is a girl up in the studio. Don't let him up there. He's gonna be like. Pulling every move he knows, all right? Um, I just got the... Sweet, that sounds great. Bullshit news. They lost. Mastodon, Sultan's Curse, right. won what best Richie, metal performance. What's the Richie tell you? Yeah, it's bullshit. They got robbed. Fuck you, Mastodon, suckers. So, open open season on Mastodon. Yo, when I see them... <laughs> Yo, I really like that dude's guitar, Mastodon, though. I don't like the, the the music. I don't like the music, but his guitar. I heard him like playing the demo. I was telling you before. He's got a dope guitar, dope sound. Um, so they didn't win, but this is huge that if they I were them, even I would nominated, start throwing shit. and put in the nah, the list, nah. Don't say that on a list with all it's these. It's not bands. enough. They should have been not only on the list above the list. Oh, there should have been only one name on the list. It should have been Code Orange, and they should have erased all the other ones. There should have been two bands going for three bands: with Code Orange and Code Orange. <laughs> but we'll listen, get speaking year. of speaking of predictions, I predicted Mastodon right. Now I'll predict next week's Super Bowls correctly. As you all know, Chris, I know you're a big football fan. Oh, oh, oh If my you God, were a football I... fan, who would you like? Uh, I probably like the Giants. Yeah, Chrissy, Brooklyn, Chris. Chris is from Brooklyn, by the way. But he's like one of the few nerds from Brooklyn that didn't move there. He was like a nerd that was born there. Now there's like a lot of moved, nerds that moved in. But, uh, Oh, if you stayed, you would have been the king. Oh, yeah. You're like true, the, the original hipster. But, yeah, you got the glove. He Chris has gloves that have no fingers in them. Like, who, who's got the balls to wear that? Respect. <laughs> <laughs> he really does. He's wearing them right now. It's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, check I this do, out. Man. The Eagles are going to Super Bowl. The Philadelphia Eagles, who are notoriously a good team that never wins anything. For years, a good team that never wins anything the Super Bowl I've seen them in the Super Bowl once and they totally choked in my opinion and they're played they're playing the same team again this is their chance for redemption because Tom Brady Chris you don't know Tom Brady is you wouldn't know by looking at him but he's the Mike Tyson of the NFL really people fold up against him for some reason they're he's, scared wow. he's incredible though. If, if you're it's, if, it's, people he, he makes people react a certain way towards him and he's yes. also that good he's also he plays that good that yeah. he just fucks up people's mentalities when they're yeah. playing him. Yeah, and they they did they, they game plan specifically for him, and it's usually something that plays to his favor. Yeah, ah. and it's something like they, they everybody wants to play safe against that team. 
because their coach is also a genius and like an evil genius. If Mav coached a football team, he'd be like Bill Belichick, right? Kind yeah, he would. So they're, they're like, you go against them and all of a sudden, oh, you're really good at throwing hooks. Let's not throw hooks now because, you know, they always people always do something dumb against them and just play your, to me, play your normal way. And like you said, since the Eagles are a young team and since they're in the situation they're in with a backup quarterback, maybe they will be like, nah, keep on doing what we're doing. But if they all of a sudden, if they're overthinking this week, that could be bad. Like I mentioned to you, me, a Giant fan, I brought up the fact that the Giants were in five Super Bowls. They lost one. The one they lost in, on the way there, the game to get there, they killed the Minnesota Vikings crushed them. And I thought, this is it. This is a no-brainer. They're going to win everything. And then they got beat. They got beat down. So that makes me nervous. I want the Eagles to win. And a lot of fellow Giant fans are very mad at me about that. But I, it's, it's Philadelphia. All my friends are Philadelphia fans. The Giants have nothing to do with anything. They were so bad this year that winning or losing, right, it means nothing. Like, it's not like, oh, if they win, the Giants are out. That's not, not the case. You know what I mean? So I want the Eagles to win. I think they can win. My original prediction, 27-23. But I'm going to make it a little different. 34-16. Good Lord. I love it. I love it, Richie. Hmm. I love it. Very specific. So, very specific. Let me chime in now. 16 is a weird number, too. See what happens. There's a, there's a, a fear that travels through generations when the team gets beat so uh, yes. humiliatingly the way that the Eagles got beat last time yeah. because they could have won the, that last game. They weren't They weren't a, a worse team. They were, I watched like, that game with you, and I remember saying, why are they acting like this game's over? Yeah, they're acting like defeated. Yeah. And you know what? Another thing is when they won, when they won the NFC Championship to get to that game, yeah. they were acting like they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I remember seeing Brian Dawkins he was so emotional he was like yelling like like really scary and then breaking down in tears on the yeah. on the podium and i was like damn dude you're blowing your whole like load on this moment yeah. instead of saving some I for saw one of the eagles crying too after this one i'm like don't you fucking cry don't pussy. cry don't you fucking cry so I, I just remember the emotion the locker room was so emotional after that game, but they had been to yeah. what four or five NFC Championship yeah. games and, and never got to, and they're playing to, the to a lower Bowl. standard because they never had the Super Bowl, right? So this team now is young. That the mentality this whole season is yes. trying to blow teams out of the water because they never ever let off on defense. They never let off on offense. That's been the mentality, and that's this coach's mentality. It's a new coach. It's a new team. Um, they have two two winning Super Bowl players on the team now Ooh. that were on the Patriots. Chris Long and uh, LeGarrett Blunt. Oh, Long was on the Patriots. Yeah, they won the Super Bowl with the Patriots. Like they're both, wow. they both know what it feels like to win a Super Bowl. Maybe it calm everybody down, and it might calm everybody down. And they don't have that fear memory that was from twelve. Uh, years ago, yeah, twelve years ago, yeah, whatever, twelve, ago. yeah, twelve years ago was the last Super Bowl that they were in. Yeah. So they don't have. I think that fear has died out since then, and hopefully, if the universe is just, they've been paying attention to the karma the Eagles have been putting out into the universe these last couple seasons. Yes, and uh, they've Did been I really turning the now? attitude around, 
and uh, trying trying to make be more of a positive force in the in the world instead of a negative one like Philadelphia is notorious for. I've been saying that for years. The Eagles will win when they work off the bad karma that they built up as a team. Oh, for yeah, not just as fans, just as a team. As for, a they've team. been doing some really they, shitty things. They would take guys that were rats and pieces of shit and, and you know, whatever, as long as we could get this win, we'll pick this guy up, we'll pick that guy up. They were you know, they were goofy kind of set up, you know. I'm like I a, don't I don't remember them being I've been watching the Eagles now for uh I don't know, whatever, twenty twenty two years I've been watching the Eagles and I don't remember them ever being this way. No, where this is a new it's image. Non- yeah, it's a new and image. You mentioned that kid Long, and that's dude. What? Chris Long gave away his entire salary. His entire. Salary. I know he's rich. He was born rich. Yeah, but he gave away his entire year's salary yeah. to scholarships. That's fucking crazy. That's, that's awesome. I mean, I can see like I'm rich, so I'm gonna give away half of it, and with the other half, I'm gonna blow it and get bitches. And, yeah, I'll give yeah. away a game check. Yeah, like that would be a, he gave a away huge his deal. Whole he thing. gave away a year's salary, sixteen games worth of salary for kids for uh, uh, college scholarships for kids that are underprivileged or something like yeah. that. And that's that's fucking unheard of, man. That's yeah. crazy. No, it's a different style of team. It's a- uh, Malcolm Jenkins. Okay. In in the wake of the uh, the Colin Kaepernick um, situation, where where a lot of guys were maybe didn't know where how, where to stand on the on the situation. Should I should I kneel? Should I sit? Should I? What do we do? It, it really like caused a lot of trouble in a lot of teams all throughout the league. Malcolm Jenkins, instead of kneeling, sitting, any of that shit, he got proactive and went to. He started at the mayor of Philadelphia. And he took it all the way to the White House. Him, Chris Long, and I think Fletcher Cox, I want to say. They went all the way to the White House. They secured $51 million in funding for for uh, community programs, for, for underprivileged urban communities, black historically black communities. They got f- over $50 million of federal funding to to uh, fund programs and stuff like that in the black community, like that's a that's that's a go getter. That's a dude that's like actually making changes. He stood, so yeah. that's a dude that's actually making yeah. changes. Totally. No, I don't think anybody on the Eagles team uh, kneeled. Really, I think that's the only team that nobody kneeled. And but the the owner, he got the owner Jeffrey Lurie, the owner of the Philadelphia Eagles, to come. To the from the mayor's office of Philadelphia all the way to the White House to have meetings with people and all of these what they what these meetings produced was over fifty million dollars in funding. Thank you very much. That's Donald great, Trump. man. That's fucking dope, man. Thank you very much, Donald Trump. Where was Obama, Chris? That's, that's a go getter. That's a dude that's actually making positive change. So hopefully, this is turning around the, the uh, bad karma, the bad of karma, killing dogs and doing drugs and carrying guns and getting tattoos. <laughs> you tattooed freaks Jesus Anyway I'm a big Eagles fan I'm I'm super excited I, I feel very confident man I feel good about it <laughs> Yeah I, I, I don't You know I don't like being I know you don't con- like that But but I do too I think I'm not a, even a fan But I appreciate good players And good guys But I just think that To me It's a no brainer I think they could Not only beat them I think they could humiliate that team I don't think The Patriots are all that now, there's people that will argue with me and say, Brady sucks, but they have the refs in their pockets. 
I don't know if that's a real thing, but it seems like they get they do get some nice calls. I did see the refs there. high-fiving Tom Brady that's, that's <laughs> last weird. weekend. That was pretty crazy. And that, that call that Doing led them to the touchdown dance. to win was BS call. Yeah, that's bullshit. But this is the thing. The way Eli man, the way Eli handled them, Eli's so dumb that he he doesn't get intimidated. You know what I'm saying? If you're like that, if you're just like yeah. You don't sweat nobody, then you play them the way you play everybody. Yeah, if you actually paid, yeah. if, if Eli actually paid attention to that kind of stuff, maybe yeah. it would get under. If his Eli's like, wait a minute, I'm supposed to lose. He's the best ever. Uh oh, I better be real cautious. I better do this instead. What was he doing? He's with his eyes closed. He's throwing hail marys into the center of field traffic, and <laughs> you know that's that's just what he did. Uh, so to this day, that game that we watched in Canada when the Giants beat them the first time. Yes. That was the most fun I think I ever had watching a football game. On tour with a legendary Boston band who would naturally be backing the Patriots, Death Before Dishonor. Yep. And on tour with legendary New York bands who totally loved the New York Giants, like Madball, Sick of It All. And then me, a diehard Giant fan, Joe put his dislike for the Giants. He's not really hate. He's like me, kind of. He don't give a fuck. I like good games. I root for the if, Eagles. If, yeah, There's if, one team if, that I dislike, which is the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I don't like them either. I, don't I know just dislike is. them. But I, I don't have hate for any other team, really, except the But the this Cowboys. game, we watched that Super Bowl game in Canada, the one with the crazy catch. That's the first David one, David right? Tyree, off the helmet. And we couldn't believe it. And I remember the singer of Death Before Dishonor, before the game started, he's like, oh, I just saw... Uh, my mom just called me from Boston. She congratulated me on the win before the game even started. <laughs> before the game even started. Ooh, Remember their faces? Yeah, man. Because Eli was a dope. He's not supposed to win anything. Yeah. Guess what? He's going home with a big trophy. Tom Brady was humiliated. That was their eight. They, they were just, the Giants were just like some suckers in their way to get a perfect season. Remember yeah. that? Yeah, they shouldn't even have been there. Yeah. They like who are we be. playing? <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be easy. We're we're gonna be this. That's that was their best team ever. <clears throat> yeah. But you gotta see, Chris. He said he saw the Eagles play the Patriots in the, in the Super Bowl twelve years ago. That's how long this guy has been dominating. Well, that's a, the same quarterback. He has yeah. one hell of a career, man. <sighs> it's ridiculous. It is really ridiculous. What's their usual shelf like? Like he gets must get sacked oh, and smashed it. up pretty good. Yeah, man. Yeah. There's a few quarterbacks that have like just crazy longevity. Uh, yeah. Brett Favre, Eli Manning's really doing good. He takes beatings, but he, he takes got, a he lot does, of beatings. He never gets but he's hurt. Like he doesn't really get hurt. Brady got hurt a couple of times and he got suspended once, but he has been, you know, he's just I don't know what it is. I don't know why he's that good, but he is. Uh, it it's hard it's hard to like him. Kinda, he's got that look. You know, he's got such a hot girlfriend. He looks like a supermodel himself. He, <laughs> he's dick. got, like, the nicest clothes ever. But he's not, like, a rude guy, but he has an arrogance about him. Oh, he kind of giggles you Just off, the, smirks, you know. The personality that it takes to... to want to win that fucking badly all the time that yeah. you just... Just that personality is so unlikable. It's yeah. it's like if he's your if he's your champ of your team, you want to root for, you know, you love yeah. having him, but in real life at your job, if there was a dude like that oh, on your yeah. job, you fucking hate you'd, him. You'd be, the, yeah. Anybody you were you went to school with like that, you you'd fucking hated that guy. You I got to win. I got to run. Oh, he liked that. Yeah. Even like if you had a brother or a sister that was like that, you'd be like, "Oh god, that'll real pain in the ass, right?" All right, enough for this stuff. Poor Chris can't even talk to us. We talked about music. He didn't want to chime in. I was talking about football. Chris, what else you is going just, on, Chris? Are you done now, Chris? I with saw your project? No. Well, I handed in a, a big, massive amount of information. Chris has been working 
tirelessly on just an incredible project that he helped uncover in uh, Cyprus. Correct, correct, Joe, correct. Fill the people in. This is the nerd hour. Uh, Let's call this the, segment the, the, the nerd update. The nerd update. The nerd update. Oh, I see. We're uh, actually we're processing. We're going through processing, and I'm finally getting stuff back from the uh, experts, people who are looking at our special expert. Well, if they're give, I'm getting the reports back in from them, and I'm incorporating into my work and my interpretation now. So it's it's oh. interesting. I'm getting patterns, and for the first time in a while, so it's good. That is interesting. And you're proving that this cemetery is. Are you trying to prove that it's not as old as people thought it was, or are you trying to prove that it's older than people thought it was? I think what our main goal is to prove that it was reused several times, and it took on a host of different uses, from a ritual landscape to an industrial landscape. So there's a transition between it being used you know, for burials, and then all of a sudden we have traces of it being reused as like a dumping ground, as a quarry. Dumping in a in a cemetery, Jeez. yeah, like Jeez. this. No class, those Cypress uh, people. People are, you know, Cypress. Oh, this is Cypress. Yeah, this is up, up in Cypress. Nah, they don't they're animals. And then uh, going from there, and then to uh, we have we have a kiln, a lime kiln. So that's uh, and it's still on the bodies. side as well. So it's interesting to look at it from, you know, you look at it as being a place of a, a place of commemoration. Then it becomes an industrial area, a place that's on the kind of the outskirts. You know, so well, Chris, why is it important together. to know that though? <laughs> It's just for the history of the general history will of the it site, stop of the urban environment. From, like, will it make it protected or something? The, the whole area we're working in is protected. It's part oh. of the, an ancient city, the ancient city oh, of Corion. So we're looking at one aspect of the, you know, the changing landscape over time, like towards the end of the city's life, let's say. It was abandoned and like people left. It was, you know, it was attacked and burned down and sacked several times and Jeez, people made it out. Then. Dude, stuff would get sacked and burned. Yeah, you just fuck? be out there... You know, with your yeah. minding your, your business, yeah, fixing your garden up. You're a bunch of maniacs. You hear some hoofs, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Well, this place, the day. this place, it's picturesque. So you look on a big bluff, <clears> and then below it is a, a beautiful beach, and it goes right into the Mediterranean. So what you'd be doing is you'd be wandering around town, and then you happen to look over, I know, the edge of the city wall and look, and then it would be an armada of ship? boats. Is that a ship coming up to storm the place? Because you know, it would have so been. You got a few hours to bounce. If you're lucky. You better get on well, your Come on. You see a ship, and then you're like, all right, well, let's go. Yeah, you see it on the horizon. People would have a lookout, and you have to get out. You know, yeah. But then it would just if you look at the beach, and then it's covered you know, with a bunch of warships and people in, piling off, it could be rough. You know? nuts, Did your man. average family back then have like a horse? Like the way you know, a family now has like a car. Would, they, would your average family have a horse? Uh, and I'm not really sure, but it depended. They were expensive. So people would have them for as draft animals definitely out in the countryside. Donkeys, you know. Horse would have been very expensive. To maintain. But you're not really realistically going to get on a donkey and like ride out of town like nah. fast. The donkey, you're not going anywhere fast. Yeah, you can ride, run as fast it would as be, a donkey. It would be hard. Where would you go? So if you left the city or a hard point defense <sighs> and you Man, were in, in transit and these dudes were quick mobile raiders, you get picked up. You know, you get, you get let off. You know, they would just if they were run smart, they come to the Poconos. You know, you'd want to get out. You'd see them, and you have to make inroad. You have to get up into the countryside and you know get hiding. And or you would try your luck at the city, and if you get caught, you know it's not defended. It's a surprise attack here. It's just you're Damn. out. That sucks. Yeah, oh, you'd see stuff like, that, and then there's earthquakes. There's heavy earthquakes that happened uh, in the fourth century that just literally obliterated everything. Like people were just hanging out, and it got hit, and then it just collapsed everything. So they find people, you know, in doorways, buried like in their living room. 
Jesus oh, they found Christ. stuff with hit quick and it Why is, is he saying that with a big smile? Like, I know, yeah, it's not it. a good smile. It's a grimace of pain. <laughs> Chris feels pain. when you, I have a feeling when you uncover this stuff, you feel like a winner. You're nah, like, oh you shit! Like you dodged a bullet or something. What like, if you oh, uncover something? Look at this you, poor. You sucker. uncovered like a fresh like kill. Uh, I don't imagine I, that. You know, I don't like, even you like. You found a body that was like three weeks old yeah, in one of these uh, tombs. It's terrible. Like, like some some people, uh, some of the anthropology dudes do forensics as well. And I just that's not my thing, man. You know, go to murder scenes and do that kind of stuff, like you know, CSI type stuff. Ugh. That's not for me, man. You know, yeah. So just a lot of work, man. I've been, you know, we're trying to get things together. We got different kinds of deadlines and stuff. So that's what I've been up to. Chris, I was on the bus the other day, come home from work, and a lady was breastfeeding. <laughs> oh yeah. How does a baby know to go to the boob? I don't know. I guess it's just programmed into them. Yo, that is crazy. Now. Think of this. Would a baby go to a guy's boob? Probably. Well, listen to this. A baby kangaroo is born blind. It's a little pink thing about the size of your your thumb, mm-hmm. and it crawls from the the you know pussy whatever the kangaroo pussy. Thanks for being scientific. And <laughs> it crawls from the kangaroo pussy yeah. in up the fur, blind with no fur on it, just a little naked thing yeah. climbs up into the pouch in the in its blindness down in the pouch to find the 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 nipple where the it nurses pouch? and that's where it grows inside of the pouch so wow. it, it leaves one thing blind to go searching for milk and then finds it and that's where it latches on for the next couple weeks or whatever so some months. things we just know right off the bat yeah that's just in your fucking DNA that's insane man but yeah. kids are you know babies are the same way just to a to a lesser degree now if it's a, a girl baby is it a lesbian if it tries to breastfeed I guess they start out all girls start out as lesbians I would suppose <laughs> Bam, that's ridiculous freaks you guys are freaky dickies that is ridiculous right uh, yo if I was a baby and the only way to get milk was off the penis <laughs> I would just, I would just. Oh, come on! That is insane. I ain't doing that, son. Insane, man. But you wouldn't, and then no baby would because that's not in your. uh, It's not in the DNA. Hell no, I would not. Thank God. But these lesbian babies, they don't give a fuck. It's it's it's. (laughs) It's ridiculous. Yeah, man. I don't know. That's wild, man. That'd be a dope punk rock band name, right? Lesbian baby. Lesbian baby. Oh, right, with like a yeah, like demented good. singer that throws up on the crowd. <laughs> or, and dick milk would also be a good. I was going to go to a show record. last night, but I didn't go. Sheer terror, done deal. Please die. I saw some video more in great. Philly. Kung Fu necktie. I was planning to go. Then when Rich pulled that crap at the studio, I decided I was so mad we're going to make the rest of my night crappy. <laughs> Why do we do that to ourselves? I'm so mad that all the fun things I could have did. I'm not going to do it. I'm so mad, I'm going to make it worse. That's a weird thing. Yeah, it was, I should have just went down there, but I was mad. I saw some pictures and video. It looked like a great show. Done deal. Looks like they had, they're really picking up some steam in Philly. <sighs> man. People, are, so dope. people are really loving them. That's like that's like just real shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're fucking around. You're telling the truth. It's nuts and bolts, right? Yeah. Nuts and bolts. Done deal is if, 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 there's, a, if there's a building, the part of the building that done deal is is the rebar. You understand? Yeah, the solid. steel rebar. All right, then you got concrete. That's another kind of band. And then you got the the siding. That's another band. Then you got the trim. The trim is a certain kind of band. Jeez, 
What kind of band? Yeah, like Insane a, kind of band. You know, maybe like a Long Island band or something. Oh, oh shit! Oh Jesus! <laughs> but done deal is the rebar. Nah, who knows? But yeah, I wish I'd have went to that. Oh, and the reason we haven't had a podcast in so long, we left all our stuff over in Europe. We told you we had one podcast without it. Chris did his best. We only had two mics. wasn't bad. Then we finally got our stuff back. But then when we got back, we were right in the studio. And it's been kind of whacked out, so we're very sorry. Do you get any questions? I was getting random questions the whole time, but. Yeah, I got a, I got quite a few. Do I want to try to get some out of the way? Yeah, let's do that. Um, big ahead. shout out to our friend Gerwin. Uh, in, uh, he yeah, he was back, on man. that last tour we did with No Turning Back, um, tour managing. Gerwin and is he, from Belgium. Gerwin's from Belgium, yep. And his name is Gerwin, and he's not on Harry Potter. Like that's like a Harry Potter name, right? Totally. G- and he pre-pronounces it like W I N. Yeah, but over there like Gerwin. Hello, my name is Gerwin van That's probably one of the most horrible names. You know who else has a real horrible name? Who's that? Our friend from London. Which one? Morag. Oh. Who, That's a Harry Potter name right there. Who named you Morag and why did they hate you so much? <laughs> Morag, that's like the that is a Harry. I think there's a character called Morag. I think that's Morag a, on Harry Potter. They say Mog with somehow they get Mog out of it. The English people are the coolest people, you know. I always say I think that. that the name. I think that's a Celtic goddess. Morag, look that up. I think so. Wow. I think it means something. Like I that. bet in Celtic it sounds really nice though. Morag, Morag or something. Morag. It probably sounds real soft. The we say like Irish. Morag. We we put the emphasis on the rag part. Morag. 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 You know, uh, Chris put up some article about uh, Irish origins. You see my comment underneath? Yeah, that was horrible. <laughs> Ridiculous. I said apes, question mark. I didn't read the article. I got to make sure to see if I was right. Man. The Irish are weird. They're weird people, man. I love Irish people. I love them. But it's like almost like you love dogs. You know, it's like they're not. Oh, what the fuck? They're not like the same thing. They're like a cute kind of sub thing. No man, I, I love the the music is great. Their, their music isn't great, but it's great to watch them enjoy it. It's it just yeah. makes I, I like listen to it. It, may, it makes me feel good, like hearing those like <sighs> it jaunty just, like you it's know so monotonous. Like I'm like, oh, if I have a gun, I'm shooting myself in the head. But they love to dance. They love to sing. They love to drink. I mean, you know, they're they're like their thing. You know. Oh man, the singer of the Cranberries died. Everybody the, knows by now, but that's a sad. That's one. sad. Yeah, she, she had a nice beautiful voice. voice. You know what's crazy about the Irish? That's probably the most loved nationality worldwide, though. People love the Irish. even if you make fun. You love the Irish. Yeah. Like who? Who besides the English? Who really has beef with the Irish? Over here in America, they love them. Mm-hmm. You go to other places, the Irish, the Irish, because they they <laughs> go wherever they fit in because they party. They're fun loving dudes, yeah. yeah. They're like and girls, you know. But yeah, they're fun loving. Everybody loves having fun. Who's the most hated nationality? Ooh, that's hard. Right? You know what, man? Probably us. <laughs> yeah, I guess. yeah. I think it's us, right? We're coming in. We're coming in. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck. But yeah, I mean, if you're like the the biggest. Baddest dudes, you're always That's gonna have right. plenty, of, plenty. Bow of down, USA. It doesn't mean we're the worst. It just means we're, means the, we're best. the best. We got the best of everything, the biggest trucks and everything. We go the fastest, the flight highest. All right, we're gonna get some questions.
I got here. You didn't know um, that, Chris. We fly the highest. Thank you all for I know now, though. hanging in there. We appreciate it. Yeah, man. Sorry uh, about that. Thanks Chris, for your and continued. And Chris is so fed up. He doesn't want to do this ever again. But uh, He was hoping that stuff was lost forever. Ah, he walked in smiling one day for practice. I said, Chris, they found the stuff. They're mailing it back. His frown turned upside down. You should have seen his face. He <laughs> was like devastated. All right. Here's a question from vegan168 on Instagram. Vegan168. He says, hey, guys, big fan of the show. Big Wisdom and Chains fan. Oh, thank you, vegan. For the next questions, I want to know. You guys have toured a lot, played many shows. What is the best place you guys played in the U.S. and outside the U.S.? And what is the best place you haven't played yet and would like to? Um, we answered sort of a question like this. I'm pretty sure this comes up every now and again. And why does this fucking vegan guy think he can ask more than one question at a time? I was like, eight questions, dude. No, I'm just kidding. Um, best place in the U.S.? I would say... It's a toss-up. I mean, best for us is probably Philly and Reading, Pennsylvania, probably. USA. Yeah, we had, we had some great first. shows in Pittsburgh. We, we've had some really good shows in Pennsylvania. Northeast PA had great shows. Lehigh Valley had great shows. We had some great New York City shows. We had sure some did. We can't New complain. Jersey Ohio, shows. Yeah, Ohio. New England. A lot of good spots, man. People but, are very nice to us. We, we got to admit, right? People are very nice to us. Very. But if we have to go specifically, then, I mean, the best shows are... Unfortunately, we never play really a, a, played a local show like for where we live, right? Yeah, it's been a, lo- a long time since we played a local show. When did we ever play a local show? Did we that ever? Uh, Pocono Monster Factory. Oh, okay. It was a long uh, time. Yeah, we played Scranton long. back in the day. We used to play That's Scranton. Like an, almost an hour away. Yeah, I know. Not exactly. It still local. feels local, but it's, yeah. Yeah. In the, from for our standards, it's kind of local. Local to us is yeah, Eastern Pennsylvania. Philadelphia is great. But I was just debating with Craig from Sick of It All after Chris was schooling Craig with some crazy scales, Woo! blowing his mind. But uh, I said, "Listen, you New York stuff—that's great. It's, you know, it's great. You can't deny what came out of New York. But it's it's there's nothing new out of there. You know what I mean?" I said, "The new mecca of hardcore music is Pennsylvania," and he he didn't like that. New York. People he said, never, "Are you crazy, like Gorilla <clears throat> Biscuits? Uh, this one out?" I said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Name me something that wasn't 15 years old." He couldn't name nothing, and that's what I'm talking about. Are those bands great? Yes, but right now, thanks to a band that almost got a, you know, they got a Grammy nomination tonight. Yeah. Thanks to bands like that. Thanks to bands that like Strength for a Reason have been doing it for 20 years. And getting people excited or the, whatever bands, Code Orange type bands we're listening to out that way. No retreats and all of that. And, and then thanks to things like This Is Hardcore. Yep. Thanks to venues throughout you know this whole state or makeshift places, all the bands. This is really popping over here, man. <clears throat> a band can do a, a garage tour in Pennsylvania. They and have a great yeah. tour. You could do a VFW tour and have a great tour. You could do a club tour and have a great tour. Yeah. It's there, There's a lot of options and there's a lot of sub scenes that kind of overlap uh, into each other mm-hmm. where you can, you can draw kids from an hour and a half, two hours away at somebody's garage or... A cl- or a small club. Yeah, PA you, kids drive too. They drive. Yeah, it's, it's part of the the culture here that you drive 
it, it doesn't feel like you're driving far to go an hour and a half, two yeah, hours to go to a show. That's, that's normal. That's what you do. Son. So there's just a, there's a really like a, a road culture almost within yeah. Pennsylvania where people just yeah, love suckers. going to shows. But listen, we got off track. Vegan. Okay, uh, for us, Eastern Pennsylvania is our best uh, <clears throat> show. And then he asked about overseas shows. He said, uh, best place outside the U.S.? I would say London. I think London, man. London is a lot of fun, man. Yeah, great shows in London. Best people, great shows. Not like the biggest shows, but really good shows. Big numbers, different places. Montreal is dope, you know. Montreal, yeah. There's a lot, man. That's a very tough. Question. Oh, that uh, Belgium. We had six shows in Belgium, man. Breakfast and Rosalaire, uh, the smaller shows like Rosalaire. Yeah, yeah. Um, really, I don't know. Played some fun Berlin shows at Cassiopeia. We played. Uh, yeah, man, it's there's a there's so we're very good lucky spots. But I, if I have to go, just you know, gun to my head, I'm saying London. Yeah, fuck it. Uh, and what is the place you haven't played yet and would like to? Um, Bangkok. I think. I think. Uh, yeah, I think Japan for me. I think Japan, as I n- I've never been there. Oh, okay. and, I, and Australia too. But I I think um, me and Chris were lucky to go to Japan with our, with our old band. It was fun. Yeah, Japan's cool, man. They don't. It's hard, you know. They don't speak English that well, though. You know what I mean? It's like so smarten up if we come over there. I guess get stuck talking to Chris the whole time. You want a soda? What a horror yeah. that is! Is that a, is a soda in there? Yeah. Anthony's doing. Anthony sign likes over to there. to do the whisper when the microphones are <laughs> in there. Hey, Pepsi, yours or mine? But I want to go to Bangkok. Yeah. Or Indonesia. Indonesia sounds yeah. great. Yeah. Man, those shows look dope over there, yeah. man. They bug out. Yeah. Chris ain't he, uh Chris wants to play in uh Turkey. No, where would you want to play? You don't We got offered a show in Turkey twice. Uh I yeah, I think South America would be cool, man. Yeah. Yeah, down deep in Brazil, Peru. I think yeah, Chile. I think it'd be really cool like to check those places. Imagine out. playing and get uh, Peru and then going to see Machu Picchu. Oh, oh yeah, man. man. Yeah. Dude, let's record a live album from Machu Picchu. Live from Machu Picchu. And we'll get a live from Easter Island. We'll get one of those Peruvian oh, flute dudes. Yo, let's come call out. that new album live from Easter Island. <laughs> Yo. And have a big rock head on it in front. Like Didn't you used to call Chris Easter Island? <laughs> no, I would call him the dude when we first met the Crown of Kings. Uh, Crown oh, of Kings. Bosty. Yeah, I was calling him Boston, Easter, Easter Island. Island. What's up, Bossy? Uh, Bossy from Crown Kings has a head like a, a cinder block. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. He looks like indestructible. He looks like, yeah. Like he like, could run his head right through walls. Like a crash test like dummy. Like thing, yeah. Yeah, like and he's just... Man. Yo, Crown Kings has a new uh, record coming out. That's so the video, video right was now. good, man. Yeah. He sent me... He sent me the whole album. It's fucking dope. The recording is sick off it's that one. It's crazy song, recording. Yeah. Um... Their last album's really good too, but yeah, if you guys Congrats. never heard Crown Kings, go check out Crown Kings from Australia. Really good band, a cool like Marauderish vibe. I yeah, get. yeah, really good. Yeah, and the singer is like half Aborigine vibe. I get. No, he's not really right, but he's got the hair. Yeah, I don't know. He's got the name Maka, 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 Maka. Oh, Maka taught us that cool card game too. Remember that? Yeah, what's that called? Shit, shithead. Yeah, I think so. That was good. I love. Games and shit. Chris hates playing games with us too. What is wrong with this guy? I hate games. Yeah, so man, I, me and Joe I, for I any kind like, of game. You got a game where you're bouncing something off a wall for three hours. We're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, remember playing like Garage Ball? Yeah, you just take a you take some tape 
and like roll it into a ball, yeah. and then yeah. you just sit on a bucket, and you just, whoever falls off the bucket while you're throwing a is a loser. Totally. You just make oh, shit up man. as you go. I was helping my sister move <clears> today, and in her basement was a kickball. Oh, once I saw it, I was sidetracked for 45 minutes once I saw it. Kicking I banged it around. off the wheel. <laughs> I love that crap. And you know what? I found a bag of Tootsie Roll Pops. Yo, that's dangerous. I could just. You go into a diabetic coma. I eat them all day, like nonstop. Blow Pops, I love. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah blow Pops would be great, man. I always do the owl. I do one lick, two lick, crunch, crunch. <laughs> all right, what else you got? I'm looking. I'm looking. You got any? Yeah, but by the time I, like, I literally got over the weeks, one here, one there, one here. Yeah, no. It's, and it's always right. like, you know, why is Chris not like you guys, stuff like that. Man, it's hard to get Chris to even chime in on a group message. It's, it's like, yeah, damn. That was weird, right? Like, let's talk about that, so, Chris. Yeah. So, Chris, did you like? <laughs> What's the deal? Do we, you like any songs that we did? last group messages, we were all debating over what songs we liked, what we had to change, blah, blah, blah. Chris, is, is there anything that well i don't even think he chimed in on the first four did he no nothing okay. he didn't even say he likes the first four so the eight songs complete look at he just does not even want to be active. he's like hmm, first four? Eight, eight we did four songs already that are complete with vocals so far do you like any yeah man <laughs> do you dislike any well i think it's the, the first go around which some of this them. doesn't answer the question that you, does answer the question I said, do you dislike any? I think it's the first go around. Yeah, I understand that. Do you dislike any? Yeah, I think, I think like with everything, the first time you hit it, it could be tightened up here and there. Nothing crazy. Some of them are okay, so. great off the bat. Some, you know, work a little bit on them. That's all. Oh, so nothing needs a no big, big change, you don't think? Nah, maybe I don't know. It depends what you're what you're after with it. You, you know personally, wait a minute. We're what, talking we're about after. your opinion. Depends what you're after. We're talking about your what about opinion, though. You're in the band too. Do you, you know what we're after? Do you like your band? <laughs> well, he can't even say yes or no. Is that though? I think I like that's that. the question that I'm really dying to know. Is if you actually like the band that you're in? It's heartbreaking. I already know the answer. <laughs> Look at Richard's face. He can't. He won't even answer. Look, right. look at Richard's face. He won't even answer. It's sad. He won't even answer it. The most easiest, obvious question. Are there songs you like? Yeah. Are there songs you dislike? What's the first go around? What? What? Jesus Christ. That's like you might as well said. You know, red is blue at that point. Oh God. So All right. yeah, yeah. Who? What else you got? Let's Any move questions? on. This is hurting. This is hurting my. Uh, okay, I got one that you're going to love, Richie. Yes. Yes. This is pretty cool um okay hi guys i know you've been super busy but welcome back yes we have why are you bothering us a long time ago Uh -uh. this is a uh this is our friend tom cops who always writes in i hate that Um, name i know you guys have been super busy welcome back two quick questions any idea when the shirts are going on sale Hate to bust your chops, but I'm leaving and blah, 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 blah. Okay. And uh, merch shirts. We're supposed to have some merch shirts. That Well, I, I actually have a pr- couple good designs. I've just been kind of dragging my feet on getting them actually Oh, printed. shirts for like uh, the, the Yeah, like podcast. Post-America Podcast oh, okay. shirts. Gotcha. And the second question, way more important question, where and when can I buy the intro music? Yes. See, I knew yeah. it. Would love to buy so it doesn't take me 10 minutes to get through the intro. Yes. Yo, the yeah, intro is so cool, man. fucking hard. He said, the thanks. fuck you know about podcasting? This is our shit. <laughs> thanks for all you guys do and love the European podcasts. 
Thanks. So did everyone else, bro. Uh, and he's coming out to the the Rumble in April. So we get to cool. meet Tom in person. Where's he from? Uh, Chicago Way. Oh, okay. He's a local guy of Chicago. All right, all right. What's the best pizza spot we could go to, Mr. Cops? Yeah, right in, uh, Thomas You guys Cops. are always Let bragging about those big, fluffy, donut-like pizzas you got over there. I want a good one. I had a good one, but it's, man, it's like, it's not it's different pizza. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you can't really, it is delicious, but yeah. it's not, you can't compare it to like, you know. Yeah. But um, it's its own thing. Yeah. Shirts, I don't know when they're going to be on sale. I would like to say soon, but I'd be lying if I actually said that. Um, I'll try to get them as, as quickly as I can. I have two pretty cool designs. As long as these guys like them, I can get them printed pretty, pretty quickly. Um, they'll probably be pre-order only. So... We'll we'll start working on that real quick. A very um, limited amount, five thousand units and no more. Yeah, we really can't be wasting time with this, guys. Um, Richie, is that is that an option? Can we put that on? Can Fast Break put that out uh, for sale? Maybe. I mean, I don't want to destroy you know iTunes. I think you, you know. would sell tens of copies. You know, that shit is hard as fuck. And he's all about the intro, not Ray's personalized song, right? No, 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 just the intro. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's fucking try to figure it out. I, think I was thinking about changing cool, the intro soon. Yeah, I don't like to go too long, but I really like that one. I got. A, I was working on like like a an intro. An intro, yeah, like a rap oh, intro. Shit. Oh. I got like a little, not a verse for each of us, but like a you oh, know, a, mad verse. a description for each of us. Hopefully, I'll have that up soon too. Yo, these kids don't know how I could rap Italian ice, baby. So hopefully that answers your questions, Tom. Thanks for listening. Here's another one from Tim Jones. Timmy J, how you doing, baby? He says, oh, man, these are rough, these kind of questions. No offense, Tim, but this is like, long-time listener here, I have a question for you guys. What are your three favorite Wisdom and Chain songs and why? If Ray's on, I want to hear what he thinks too. Right, <laughs> Keep Ray, up the Ray, great podcast. First. Man, my shit is like chasing dragon and all of that shit. All right, thank you, Ray. Now, Joe, you go. Three favorite Wisdom and Chain songs and why. Um, it's hard to say this. These answer these types of things without sounding braggadocious. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? About all shit. Uh, there's songs that are real. I, I, I like just because of the 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 personal lyrics. You know what I mean? Like the personalized lyrics mm. to to my life. Um, I love My Promise. I love Best of Me. Um, I really love Straight Edge Dad. Uh, everybody, you know, people in my life now know that Kira moved out a couple weeks ago. She moved down to Charlotte, North Carolina. She like it so far? She's having a really good time down there. Got uh, a really good job right off the bat. people keeping an eye on her down there. Absolutely. Watch yourself, Kira. You go right in the house. Don't talk to nobody. So uh, it's been weird around my house, man, without Kira there. Damn. But I was listening to Straight Edge Dad the other day and just remembering like all the hours and hours and hours of basketball that we played yeah. together. And like, you know, it's just fun stuff like that. But those, those are probably my three favorites. But I don't think that's the three best Wisdom and Chain songs. Your personal favorite. It's just my personal favorite just for the, the sentimental value, you know? They're good so, ones. They're good ones. Very All good. Very very good lyrical <clears throat> ones. What do you got, Richie? You want to answer this? Uh, we had a similar question like this before. And, you know, I don't like I can't talk. I don't like talking about myself, you know, how cool I am and all that. It's, and I've been around a long time, did a lot of cool things, you know, bowled out a lot of hot bitches and all that. I don't like talking like that, but, uh, <laughs> you know, got a dope car and Money in the bank, big screen TV. <laughs> I don't like talking like that, but uh, uh, let's say I like in case you forgot. 
I'll stick with one. that. I always yeah, like okay. that one. You know what I mean? I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. Chris probably can't name three Wisdom Chain songs, so uh, we won't even ask you. I think that they're all kind of good, or they could be bad. There's some good qualities in each, and some bad. Some yeah, they could good. be my favorite. They also might be my least favorite. Yeah. I don't know. Chris, just name one. <laughs> no, my uh, my my favorite has always been My Promise. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and I like uh, my friend. Wow. So you like any song with mine in the front? With mine. Yes, you're, anything with mine. You're very selfish. Mine, mine, mine with this guy. My shit. That was a very uh, similar question. We had something like that. We before. got a question from our friend Critter. Uh, we just answered this one. Sorry, Critter. Next time, bro. What did he say? Send a different question. Same thing? <laughs> he sent something. Yeah, yeah. What's the favorite city to play outside? Critter is from Detroit, Michigan, and his band is called Anti Up. We played Anti Up on here before. We did a preview. Band. Yeah, man. Yeah, we have a show coming up in Detroit. We do. We have. Well, we're playing the Rumble in Chicago. The last. Uh, Are we playing the way back? Or weekend the way in April, I want to say. We're, the day before the Rumble is Detroit. Friday. We're playing Detroit. Dope. Yeah. Dope. So um, I think the Rumble is that two days. Yeah, every time we go to Detroit, we end up eating Greek Greek food, right? Yeah, but yeah, there's a big yeah. isn't it called like Greek Town Greek or Town, Greek yeah. something by the casino? Great Greek food, man. I like that that flame and cheese thing. Ooh. I really wanted to try that barbecue place last time, but Smalls somebody talked us out of it. Uh, yeah, but you, know, I, you know, you know. Sometimes people think they know. I went there twenty times. I think it's a good place, Smalls. Yeah. But Next then you time got I some local smoker, white trash, baloney eater. They say, oh, that's a tourist me. spot. Oh, that's yeah. just for tourists. But Listen, just because you can't, tourist. they won't let you in. Don't mean it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> um, Next question. That's all I want to do for now because I'm going to have to dig around to find the other things. Okay, but, uh, okay, sorry. That's enough for now. We did we did a few of those. Yeah, we did a few. Um, what's in store? We got the record coming out. We got uh, some shows coming up. We got, got a little rumble trapped under ice. No warning. Yeah, that's right. The Cleveland, first, uh, second Nanticoke, weekend of February, right? New Jersey, Long Island. Yeah, not this weekend, but the weekend after. And unfortunately, it's the same weekend as the Philly Tattoo Convention, which I always go to, and now I can't go. Damn. Ah. Well, you might be. You might get a chance. Maybe the Nanticoke day. Yeah, you might have some time off there. Um, yeah. Cause I'd like to go too. Actually, that'd be pretty dope. I'll get tattooed up. You know how I do, son. Mm-hmm. So we got that coming up. We have uh, we got the rumble. We got uh, ooh, we just got a, oh, I can't say nothing yet. But we got a we got a really cool uh, really cool offer in the future. <laughs> Where to play I, a show? I don't, don't want to say nothing about it. I don't want to jinx it yet because nobody knows. Um, we got a good tour that we're working on right now for Europe. August. In August. Ypres Fest confirmed. Tells Bells Fest confirmed. And I think a Munich show. Munich. Is that where that thing happened with the Olympics? It is. Damn. Munich is the backstage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's okay. a really cool venue. It's got a, like five or six clubs within the same yeah. little complex. <laughs> there's, a, there's a spot where if you get a, you know. Germany is popping for clubs. 100 man. people come out or if you get, you know. Couple thousand people come out. They got a venue for it. So yeah. It's a really cool. Do they spot. got a, a venue for us if tens of people come out. Tens, the bathroom. <laughs> We're playing the bath, the backstage bathroom. I like Munich, and then I could not like Munich. That's what Chris would say. Yeah, it could be a good place. It or, could be a good place. You know, sometimes it could be. It could error. You know, it depends. Error. Jesus Christ. Who you one of the uh, Kennedys? Error. This guy. Um. So yeah. Anyway, oh, you some know good stuff saw? in the future. I'll tell you something dope that I saw. Hit it. Netflix comedy special. What's that dude's name again? Which one? That black dude, like a pimp. Cat Williams. Cat Williams, new one. 
<laughs> I haven't watched it yet, but I will watch it <laughs> Yo, tonight it so now that you mentioned it. <laughs> it was fun. The beginning, it's like he, he talks, since this is special, I don't know why he did this, but he talks too much about where he's at, and he's in Jacksonville, Florida. So you don't even know what the hell he's talking about. You know, he's naming this town, this place, and he goes on for like 20 minutes with it. But it's funny, but it's kind of like, you know, you don't live there. So. It's like if you're a local, you would Yeah, if you were in the it. audience, you'd be bugging out. You'd love it. But then when he gets gets in with his normal stuff, y'all just hilarious. Just ridiculous. He says some funny shit, man. <laughs> That's awesome, man. He's been doing it for a while. He's that like, dude is funny. Did you watch Dave Chappelle's two specials? Yeah. He's fucking Classic. Great. great. One of the best of all now, time. Now, I heard at the end of his, the second part of the special, it's basically two. One he recorded two shows. The one where he's sitting in the yeah. small club. Yeah. I think it's a comedy store in uh, in L.A. He ends it with a story about that book, Pimp, about Iceberg Slim's book, Pimp. Huh. And he tells a story that is he is allegedly a parallel of why he left the Chappelle show and why he quit Hollywood. And it's on it's on the special. It's on the special. Oh, yeah, rewatch and he that. Ends with this parable, basically explaining why he left but he's not naming names and he's not saying specifics but he's using this iceberg slim uh example he's the he's the pimp dave Chappelle is the pimp in this mm-hmm. example okay mm-hmm. and and you have to try to piece together who Whoa. he's talking about in hollywood that that he pimped basically but it's it's pretty cool man the way wow. he ended it because it's like it's at least five or six minutes of there's no joke he's not telling jokes it's just yeah. him talking about this book and um a story within the book and uh it's pretty cool man yeah, but if somebody if somebody could help explain it write write us and and explain it to me oh, because, watch it yeah yeah it's really that's cool. a real more laid back one when he said but it's really good yeah but he's funny I mean, he was going off on uh you know, kind of like the whole sexual harassment. You know, I, we did on, our, I think it was our last episode, I proved what a, a soldier I am for the female cause and how I'm in their corner fighting for them every step of the way during this hard, harsh, horrible time. Hmm. But he was saying how hmm. <laughs> he was like, this girl was like, uh, oh, who's the comedian again? It was jerking off with everybody. Louis C.K. Yeah, Louis C.K. <laughs> you know, what, what kind of animal is that dude? Why is he, why is he doing that? But anyway... He's like, and this girl's like, oh, you know, Louis ruined my chances of being a comedian because he was jerking off on the phone. He's like, bitch, hang up. <laughs> you must have not wanted to be a comedian that bad. He's like, you see what I did when I when I didn't like something? I left for 10 years. Yeah. He's like, do something. Hang up. Like, you know, so people are going to be mad at him. You know what I mean? Because I know they got mad at him on the last episode for saying trannies or something like that. How can you can't say tranny? Yeah, you can't say transvestite. It's just a crazy. It, it's. The world is so fucking crazy Goofy. right now. Because it's like you, at, at, on one hand, you're they're exposing like this sexual harassment culture. You know what yeah. I mean? Where it's it's you know women are just treated like dirt in the workplace, totally in in show business, all over the place. And so there's a lot of you know if you can't no no guy is gonna get away with like. Uh, whatever just talking down to a girl grabbing a girl's ass forget about it that type of shit is over with yeah and on the other hand though there's this so wild and free and crazy celebration of the most diverse 
<laughs> used to be bizarre type of sexual behavior. <laughs> used to be used bizarre. to be bizarre, now, and now it's celebrated. Now you can't call it bizarre. You can't call it bizarre because now it's like you. And what are you talking about exactly? <laughs> just everything, everything from it's, from, it's from a trap. Uh, yeah, no. It started with you know with tr- with uh tr- well the big one is transgender the yeah. transgender community where it used to be, uh you know p- just you just say tranny and that was like a you know it developed the whole the now whole listen, culture. I'm not even I mean? positive what a transgender person is. It's a person that is one thing and wants to be the other thing. No. Right, that's inco- that's that's like offensive what you just said. That's okay. like offensive now. <laughs> of course it is. Okay. What it is is I am this other thing. Okay. And don't tell me that I'm I'm what I look like. All right. I am the thing that I identify as. I'm not what I look like. I am the thing that I tell you that I am. Okay. So if I Jotham Oliver am sitting here and I said I'm Mrs. Jotham Oliver. Yeah. You can't be like, oh, that's a dude who who thinks he's a or feels like a girl. Well, I know people, no, no, I don't feel like a girl. I'm a girl. I'm a I'm a woman, and you can't tell me otherwise. That's that's the, that's what transgender. But a transgender is. is okay. If I'm transgender, I still got a dick. Yes. Okay. It's a woman's dick. All right. All right. So in transgender society, a woman can have a dick. Yes. Okay. You have a woman's dick. If you're a transgender woman, you have a woman's dick. It was a woman's dick bigger than a man's dick. Probably some, you know. Probably, Damn. Probably varies. <laughs> These bitches are taking everything. It varies depending on the woman, I guess. You know. <laughs> oh man, now women got bigger dicks. Swinging oh. big, swinging dicks. So okay, so then a transgender the other way could have a poon. Yeah. And here's the fucked up part. This is the fucked up part. Is that Are you sure we're right? Chris, not, are we right on this? I am correct on this. Okay, okay. I am correct on this. Right. Here's the fucked up part. If someone wants to be less than uh, genuine, they can claim to be transgender to get the, the benefits that would come with being transgender, mm. and they can hop right back out whenever they feel like it. Mm. Right? What do you mean so, hop back out to what? To whatever they actually, let's say I'm pretend. Let's say there's an advantage. Let's say there's uh, let's just do like a low grade, like okay, low grade example. Like sometimes people get married for certain reasons, yes, other than love, exactly. Okay, so let's say there's a huge benefit, uh, tax break, whatever you know what I mean. Mm. They're giving out grants or whatever it is, right? There's money to be had, but to transgendered people so i say oh get in on that richie you're my husband we're we're doing this nobody would ever i'm a transgendered woman and i'm married i'm in love with this this heterosexual man damn and we are married and this is this is our life we're gonna be playing guitar and singing all day we get this benefit get divorced in whatever the allotted time would be and i go back to my other normal life Mm -hmm. and that's it there's no repercussions because I was, you can't tell me, I, I thought I was transgendered at the time and now I'm fluid gender. Is what you're talking about a law or just pol- political correctness? No, I'm just, uh, what I'm doing is like spitballing in the future. I'm, oh, doing, okay. I'm doing the black mirror, basically. Okay, okay, uh, uh, I'm trying to read the future of where this could 
end up. Yeah. Where it inevitably will end up. The I way know humans, in Canada, the way humans think, you know, they're trying to make a law that you refer to people in certain ways that they want to be referred to. Right. Yeah. This, the the uh, pro, pronoun. But I who refers the, the to that pronouns? people by anything other than their name? Like, right. Like if I see a woman, I say, hey, lady, I say, excuse me. You might say, excuse me, ma'am. Excuse me, miss. Nah, I wouldn't. That's for Southern people. Some people Excuse do. Excuse me, ma'am. Excuse me, miss. But uh, or say, if yo, say, yo, turn if around, you're, yo. If you're standing next to a dude, I say, move your ass, you loser. Right, and Losers you say, hey, anybody. look at him or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Him, and he looks at you like you're crazy. Him. I say, look I'm at them. Hey, look at them. That's yeah, so that's the I safe. I got way. you. you say them, <laughs> you're safe. What do you mean them? But it's retraining the whole. <laughs> culture in in speech at the same time it's yeah like people are learning how to speak differently okay so do we agree well do you and chris agree that a person claiming to be something other than we recognize them as is legitimately that thing that they want to be referred to as i mean you can't say they're not because you're not them that's okay. the thing you can't say they're not because i don't know if if somebody tells me that you don't have a problem, they, with the, the world sucks. No, no, not at all. Yeah. But if if somebody tells me the world sucks and I want to kill myself, yeah, that is, I can't. I don't know what they're going through either. To me, that's insane. What? So you're you're what saying you crazy? people are insane? No, to me, it's insane in my head oh, because I'm not thinking the way they're thinking. I'm not yeah. living in their shoes. So it's I can't even relate to that feeling of. So then, some people you're saying are legitimately feeling. And you have no quarrel with it. They're feeling like something opposite than they appear to be. Mm-hmm. But I think they're born that way, and they think in their head since they're born that something's off. I'm, I'm, this is something's not right. And they go okay. through their whole life feeling like they're in the wrong body. Could now you how about imagine this? how Are some, shitty is that it would possible feel? that in some cases it's just mental illness? Like let's say a person who thinks that they're Dracula. There's probably people who it's absolutely mental illness too. Now, how could we? How do we tell apart? Like what? That's we? the thing. How do you distinguish? You mm. can't. So you just have to take it, <laughs> to take everybody on their word. In in a much in a harsher time in our country, you could say you're fucking crazy, you stupid idiot. You know what I mean? Put you him in a, say that put now. him in the nut house. Uh, oh, yeah. Send this guy. Send this guy to the asylum. He's crazy. Uh, you know. Let this. Let this. This idiot live in your basement his whole life. You know what I mean? Just you, you push these people into the corner. But now these people have a, a pretty powerful voice in Hollywood, in in politics. Who's a powerful transgender culture. person that I would know? Uh, I don't know if there's a powerful transgender person, but Popular? they have powerful people backing them. Okay. Okay. So you get you get a Madonna and Lady Gaga. And maybe like a Ben Affleck. Oh, lady Gaga and, uh, is definitely transgender, no? I don't know. This looks like a dude to me. Mr. Gaga. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Let me see. What you got there? <laughs> but, you ain't uh, fooling me, girl. I don't know. But oh, what I'm saying is they have enough of a pull politically and, and socially mm. that they they have a, a voice, a loud voice. And the world is paying attention to their, yeah. to their struggles now. You know what, man? I, I mean, if... Uh, is it bad like that I would say I feel bad for them? Is that a bad thing? I don't think because so. Because I want everybody to be happy. <laughs> Listen, I feel bad for just women in general. 
So yeah. I don't think it's bad to say that. I, it's not pity. You're not, you know what I mean? I'm not saying I, like. I, I feel bad to know that people aren't happy in whatever situation they're in. Yeah. I don't know what situation they're in, but I hope. So if somebody wanted me to call them something that I'm not familiar with, I'm down. I mean, yeah. sorry if I said the wrong thing, unless you're nasty about it. You know, they'll say, take a walk, Charlie. Hey, call Charlie. You could be a girl or a boy. But uh, if like the Zers, Zers, see, if we had an authority here like Evan, we would know more. For people that don't know, Evan is only interested in gender issues. Gender issues. Uh, and molestation rape, rape and rape scandals. situations. <laughs> Right, that's he's very all. he's very up to date on the current yes. events. He would know of, right now. He would those areas. if he was in on this convo, he would give us specific examples. When I said who's powerful or who's popular, he would know. I I don't know. I call anybody whatever they want. You know, I call Mav Baboon. He said when I first met him, he said I identify as a monkey. I said what kind of monkey specifically? And he pulled his pants down. He had a red ass. I said oh Baboon. Boom. That's it. I go with it. And that's how that happened. <laughs> Baboon. <laughs> What a cool name. Probably the coolest name ever. So it's just a confusing time. I'm not saying there's people are wrong or right. I'm just saying it's confusing because you're there's so many instances throughout a, a regular work week now where you're you're saying the wrong thing or stepping on somebody's toes or offending I mean, listen, somebody. I'm in the concrete construction union. There's no chance of <laughs> of me at work offending anybody in this particular situation. But numbers wise, the chances are there are people from LGBTQ Q. community on your job. If you had to pick one of those to be LGBT or L, Q, what which which one would L. you be? You'd be a lesbian. L all the way. Yeah, all right. You know why? What's a Q though? Nobody. Nobody falls deeply in love and is as committed as lesbians. Oh, they go right for the boob. That's what they are into each other from teenagers till. You remember in high school? You ever remember any lesbians in high school? I forget it. They're still together. Yo, they're still together. They're like madly in love. You see two teenagers at the, the, the whatever the town the fair lesbian holding and hands. The female gym teacher is still together. Yo, forget it, man. They they fall in love and they mean it. How about this though? Lesbians are in it for life, man. You know how gay dudes like they like forget it. They you know they have a good time. You know what I mean? Gay dudes have the wild fun now, life. Yeah, but lesbians don't really do that, right? They don't have the random. Nah, they like stuff. go golfing and shit. They do like like more laid back stuff. Yeah, they're like both engineers and stuff like that. Yeah, drawing blueprints for. They go to wine wine bars. <laughs> why are gay people like just your standard regular gay people? Why are they so? They seem so successful, don't they? I don't know, man. Like you know, like a, they don't have the distraction. Do we know any homeless gay guys? Homeless? Yeah, right. They're never like poor. They never like. They never, I mean, there's plenty of dudes like sucking dick under yeah, a bridge. That's just shit, like you know? crackheads. Though they're like, I gotta do what I gotta do. They yeah, don't want to do it. They just do it because it's the they're income. Get, yeah, they're getting the thing. It pays the bills, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> But dudes that are, <laughs> I guess it, hey, does. it puts gas in my tank, you know. It, dudes that are like you know, they seem successful, and they say their neighborhoods. If there's a gay neighborhood, they're higher in value, they're worth more, they're well kept, blah blah blah. And you go to my neighborhood, and everybody's trying to move out of this joint. I mean, a lot of times, men and women, it's it's a societal norm that they they don't 
see eye to eye. They don't get along. They don't have the same goals, right? Like a man and woman relationship, <laughs> you got to work shit out constantly. But two dudes living together. Oh, wow, yeah. Are, are on the same page. So I they want the you. Same I lived thing. with Chris. I never had any beef. No, I live with a broad. Forget it. You don't yeah. hear the end of it. You gotta, you gotta learn how to live with your girl. Damn, I you, wish I was attracted to one of you guys. But two girls living together, <laughs> oh, two God. guys living together, and they're like in the same page. Boom, going yeah. for it. Man, that's crazy. They'll, they'll kill yeah. it every time. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I, I think that might have something to do. Did we with. all three ever live together? Or no. I don't think I ever lived with Chris. No, I don't think so. Well, Chris okay. never lived in the Shawnee house. Okay, okay, okay. He came oh. in there and was scared away by the ghost and never came oh. back. That was it. He only came back for band practice. Few witnesses. Uh, I ran witness out of that motherfucker something. as quickly as possible. <laughs> we should do another ghost episode soon, man. Yeah, you know my sister? I said she's moving. She's staying for the next three days at Shawnee Inn. Yeah, nice. The original. That's a good haunted spot. When I, You know, I worked every kind of job there's a work. Years ago, I worked for a shampoo company, Shampoo and Carpets. And we did overnights in the Shawnee Inn, shampooing in some weird, not in rooms, but in like the ballroom and the dining room and the lobby, the hallways. Yeah, it's like and the shining, man. Weird stuff was happening. Like I, we had to do it overnight. Like one floor would be vacant for us to do overnight. We would do it and be like, yo, creepy. Always, you know, but it's old electricity. It's an old building, you know. A lot of variables. Yeah. yeah. I remember you worked there as a dishwasher a long time ago. Yeah. And you worked with a dude who was French, and he used to always sing a song. <laughs> and then you found out what the song was yes. one day. It was, and then there's a place I go downtown. Yeah. Uh, whatever that old song it, it, from like he the would 60s. whistle it like I just did. But you, you would sing that song all day long yeah. before you even before knew, knew what was he was singing. Song, yeah. <laughs> and I also worked with a Hungarian dude that didn't get paid to live there. He was like a Hungarian immigrant named Julian and he had a bike and they gave him like a little shack to live in behind the place. Wow. All right. And he was like 55. And he was real, like, short but stocky, big belly. And it was sad. You know what I mean? The motherfucker was like, had no, lived alone in this one bedroom thing. No kids? No, if he had them, they were somewhere else. And one day, he was, was a lot of stories with him. But one day, he, we were, you know, those big maraschino cherry jars that yeah. you have in a restaurant? I was about to dump all the juice out to clean the jar. No, no. I was like, why? He said, good to drink. And he was drinking. Oh, the, he was drinking oh. the maraschino cherry juice. Oh. But this guy was like a straight vodka all day, dude. And he was drinking that juice like you could. It was so like strong and potent. So anyway, one day, me and the chef have this big heavy thing. We're throwing into the dumpster in the morning. We're like one, two, three. We throw it in the dumpster and we are. <coughs> we climb up. All the dishes are in the dumpster. He was throwing them. <laughs> Instead of cleaning them, he was just throwing them away. What? <laughs> Holy yeah. smokes. We were like, what? He was like the guy that finished the night off sometimes. And the nights he was finished, when, once everybody would leave, he'd just be like, no, fuck oh this. Oh, my God. Throw them out. That's Julian. Yo, I did that one time with hot oil from the fryer. Me and his, the dumpster? Well, we, there was like a grease dumpster. It was just for grease. Yeah. <laughs> this is so sick. It was a grease dumpster. It was like a mini miniature dumpster. Yeah. And you just dumped the grease in the top and it had a, a, like a funnel almost so it wouldn't splash up on you. 
So, but yeah, it, it you had dangerous. to get it up high enough to dump it into this funnel. Yeah. So me and the cook, this guy Dave, I think it was a he, he might have been a crackhead. Like Davey very, the crackhead, very jitter, jittery. And uh, so me and Dave were throwing his grease in a dumpster, and we're like one, two, and he <laughs> let thing. go. On two, or it slipped out of his oh, hand. No. So I'm holding it, and he let go. So it dumped towards him, and it went all over his arm. Oh. Yo, the skin just peeled like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> oh my God! On his Holy arm. Shit. It just bubbled and just peeled Holy up crap. like like wallpaper or something. Like it was just dis- disgusting. And he was like laughing like a psycho because it hurt so bad. He's like, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> just. It's sick. Like it, it haunted me for weeks. The sound bubbled up laughter. immediately. Yeah, it just peeled. It looked like Freddy Krueger right Did away. He rushed wow. to the hospital. Yeah, they they put can't put water on it. it right? No, it wasn't water. They, they smeared some kind of like grease, like aloe vera grease, and wrapped it in some bandages. Yo, or you guys like shouldn't that. have been doing that, man. Yeah, no, no, leaving a mark, it was like man. a safety. I'm sure they they oh, you know it was like some it. kind of safety violation. Yeah. But yeah, it slipped right out of his hands. I'm glad it didn't splash. Yo, those are like the worst jobs, right? Restaurants and stuff. I was dishwasher oh, everywhere. That smell you come home with every day. Oh, that smell of it. grease. You know oh, what? That's I used terrible. To, I I dishwashed also Marita's Cantina. Oh really? Place. Yeah. Julie worked there. And I had this one dude. He was a Mexican dude, and he was like a metalhead. He had the dopest like vest with all patches on it. But he was like right from Mexico. But uh, he would prep the food, and he would tell me. I just prepped a fried ice cream. It's in the cooler. I made some extra take, take. Nice. I, used take I used to go back there. I'd take like five fried ice cream balls home with me. Yo, did they? I awesome. probably would give them to you. you ever probably, that? yeah, yeah. I think that's the. F- that might be the first time I ever had fried ice fried cream. Because to me, it sounded gross before yeah. I tasted it. I'm like, yeah. why would you fry ice cream? Yeah. Um. Did they use the tortilla, like the ground-up tortillas for the fried ice cream or cornflakes? No, they used, uh, I think, Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch? Yeah. Oh, shit. That's badass. But they, their tortillas were, uh, they're, they're, to this day, is my favorite salsa at that place. Yeah. That guy made that salsa. It was his recipe. He's like, it's wow. not it's hot at all, but it's nice. It's fresh. And we used to cut up the tortillas and fry them. They didn't come like, they were soft. We'd cut them up. He'd put them, he'd put them in a bag and shake them with some kind of herb and put them in a, in a fridge. And then he'd fry them. <coughs> they were great. That was a good Mexican. That's awesome. Place. Yeah, that was a good spot. What's I, don't, I haven't been there in years. I, I can't remember his name. He's a good guy. Nice. Chris. Chris. Chris is giving us the eye. Chris, you got a mic. You can say, oh, we're running low. Blah, we're running blah, blah, low, blah. boys. Well, <clears throat> this was a lot of fun. We went off at the end there, covered a lot of topics from transgender crazy train, baby. to ghosts to uh, part-time jobs. A transgender ghost <sighs> that works part-time. They got to they gotta <laughs> exist. They have to exist. So uh, we'll be back real soon. I hope you guys enjoy this. Fastbreakrecords.com. Go check out some of the new shit. What's what's popping right now on Fast Break? Um, Well, what we're working on is uh, trying to get this Wisdom and Change record out. Okay. Anything for sale right now that people should be checking out? The freshest stuff is uh, Lionheart and uh, Anti Up and uh, I think there's going to be there's going to be some new stuff soon. We'll talk about it. So, fastbreakrecords.com. Go pick up some merch. They got a lot of cool t-shirts for sale, too. It's the best merch you can find. pre-order packages. Best pre-order packages uh, you can find. We sold out of those knives real quick, baby. I saw one. Oh, because of you. Yeah, I brought one for our friend Carl. Yeah, I I I never get to see the stuff. 
I rarely do. I yeah. just happened to be at Tim's that day, and he and he yeah, gave looked, me a knife. Looked dope. Like it was nice. Yo, how about the grief we were getting from them goofy Europeans about about knives? Yeah, let's talk about that on the next oh, one. That's just your sick, fruits sickening. <laughs> we grew up in a knife culture. Yeah. Y'all didn't. So, uh, Post America Podcast at gmail Send your questions at Post Americans on Instagram. And uh, man, I'm giving up on Post America Twitter. Dead Twitter, man. I just I don't know how to use. I'm it. just not interested in Twitter at all. I can't even look at it. The format <laughs> it's is so like, annoying. It puts me to sleep. I fucking hate it. Maybe one day I'll revive it. But for now, just send us uh, Gmail Post America Podcast at Gmail or at Post America Podcast. And you got Instagram too on right? Instagram. And yeah. people hit us up with the band a lot about that. That's fine too. Yeah. Yeah, we're uh, at Wisdom and Chains on uh, Instagram. So thank you guys for listening. Thanks for the support. Keep the questions coming, and we'll see you on the road soon. Peace. We out of here.